0: All right, welcome to an all-new episode of Men and Women Talk to Mars Venus Show. I am one of your hosts, Kente, all the way live from Los Angeles, California, and I'm joined here with my wonderful, beautiful, talented co-host, Shannon, all the way back from, uh, man, you went on a little world tour, right?
1: Yeah, hi, all the way from Key West Florida.
0: That's right, that's right, that's right. So did you have fun on your trip?
1: I'm exhausted. I just got back this morning at like 30. I'm gonna have to be at work, and I have three more days left to work before I leave again.
0: All right. Well, I'm glad that you are here, and I'm happy to be chopping it up with you, fine people. Uh, Joining us is the returning champ, uh, the one and only Free. How you doing?
2: Hey, man. Um, All things considered, I'm still black. I'm still alive. I'm doing all
0: right. Oh, you changed it uh, from it used to be. be, You still light skin. I'm still. (laughs) (laughs) uh, I know. Be you
3: seem
0: know I mean? like done. you're a little darker, though. Yes, yeah, it seems like done. you're a little darker. I'm
3: a little. Um, yeah. are
1: out in on the sun. So, so yeah. Little,
0: um, okay, so, but uh, I'm glad that you were here, and uh, also joining us is brother Ryan. How you doing, Ryan? Everything's good. Everything's good. Now, if you want to go on a excursion through the uh, the world of veganism, this is your guide right here, Ryan. Cause Ryan, he be like, if you follow him on his social media, he'll have like pizza with, I don't know what it is. I'm sorry, I don't know what the toppings are. It's like seaweed and and horseradish <laughs> or something. I don't know, man. No, no, like, no. We don't put no seaweed on the pizza. He be he be, he be cracking me up though. He'll be having something that looked like uh, something from Ferngully or something. <laughs> And he'll be like oh this is good he's like on. it's like what the hell? it's like this is a rainforest <laughs> uh tree <park." laughs> but i i I, man, I respect the hell out of you man because you you are doing it and uh, i i'm so glad that you're here and uh yeah I, this is I gonna be- all right so this one once again we're doing another uh free-for-all show uh, I've been really late today, uh, I got caught up doing some stuff, so I was stuck in that L.A. traffic, but I'm here, and I'm so glad that you guys are here with us. So um, today I wanted to talk about a lot of stuff, and one thing that I wanted to talk about to kind of start off this show is I wanted to talk about pet peeves, because I know I have a ton of them, I'm sure you guys have a ton of them, I can run down the list, of of things that I wanna talk about, but I wanna make sure the audience get a chance to throw some of theirs in. And, um, you know, primarily we talk about, oh, there she is, um, Crystal. Um, so, uh, okay, so Crystal's ready now. Um, hold on okay, a I'll second, Let, let's on. get,
1: all
0: right, thank you, Ryan.
1: Bye, Ryan. Yeah. Bye.
0: Okay, wait, she left, <laughs> but uh, anyway, so uh okay, there you go, Crystal. Go ahead and uh, claim your spot and uh properly introduce Crystal. Thank you. yeah, thank you very much, Ryan, for uh penny All right, so while we're doing that, yeah, just hit the grab the spot. Um, so like I said, there's so many things that I that I can talk about on this show. And okay, uh oh, did we lose that? Okay, is it me or is, is Give Vocal been real glitchy? It's
1: glitchy.
2: Been Get
0: Vocal for about a week or so. Right. Yeah, it's like
1: a I don't know, I it on last, Friday.
0: That's it. Yeah, the last update. Yeah, it's been like glitchy as hell. Okay, let's see. All right, Crystal, hit that gra- grab that spot underneath Shannon. Because um, uh, she was having technical issues last week, but then. Uh we were able to get her in on I think it was Friday night. Okay. So uh we got her in and every she worked good. She was in there good. Okay, so uh can she even hear me? Oh there she go. So let, let's before we get into the show, let's properly introduce. Uh there you go. Hey Crystal, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Hi. I know, right? Oh, geez. she kind of looked, like, looked like she was in uh, witness protection. <laughs> yeah, like if her voice is all distorted, I'm gonna be thinking she's truly in it. Um, okay. So while we're wait, we're gonna talk about pet peeves to start it off, uh, while we're waiting for Crystal to come in, uh, tell us about your wait. Let's see. We got it. It's fine, Crystal. There you
4: go,
0: just that one. Hey, hey, yes. Do you have a light? You can't see your, your face.
4: Move to another room, so I'm
0: gonna
3: I'm a X out and I'm come back in.
0: Okay, all right, Bye-bye. yeah. You got that witness protection going. Okay, so while we're waiting for Crystal to come back because we'll properly introduce her into the show, um, tell us about your, your program, uh, Shannon Set Apart Woman
1: okay um yesterday i had a show at seven o'clock eastern standard time uh Set of our woman it's a podcast by a woman for women and the men who love them um we had a really good conversation yesterday i talked to two of my seminary friends from dallas theological seminary both still live in dallas or the greater bfw area and going to bring them back on later in the year to talk about the abortion laws, the abortion ban. It's a really good conversation. Um, Next month is going to be really, really hot. I had a lot of men on the show next month um, talking about fatherhood, and um, there will be some fathers who um, have lost children. I'm on Father's Day, there's gonna be a really good segment so uh, bring your tissues. Uh, yeah go I'm excited. I, this is gonna be a very
3: interesting variety show.
0: I'm looking forward to it. I mean, so far, every show that i've I've seen has been awesome which is not surprising. I mean, come on, it's you Shannon. so hmm. so uh, you do a very great job, and I'm very proud of you so. Looking forward to it. And I, I can't wait for free uh Freeze yes, show. It was R&B. You know. and, Listen, huh? It's too Are you going
1: to be on that too? Yes. Oh, okay.
0: Are you going to be on R&B show?
1: It's going to be our quiet storm.
0: What you know about R&B?
3: Huh?
0: What you know about R&B? I thought you only knew about, like, gospel.
3: I thought you only knew about gospel
0: music and uh, Kirk Franklin and Mary Mary.
1: Don't okay, yeah, don't,
0: don't do that on the show. Hey, <laughs> you
1: ask me what I know about R&B, I mean, I could go down the list. I didn't say I was an amazing singer, but I know all the songs.
0: Okay, all right, all right. That's a rendition of R&B. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right.
1: Well, I am in fit. the bedroom, so there's a yeah. meeting yeah. in the bedroom. Um, yeah, I'm
0: I am definitely going to be
2: about uh, R&B and so we focus on uh, lyricism of R and B, you know, the difference between kind of then and now, the lyrical content. My other show that I'm very excited about is gonna be my show, if you've seen me out right now uh take care of my babies. But just my uh, weapons awareness can still carry uh, how to protect yourself laws in various states and things like that So uh, I'm still waiting for my room to be finished so that I can jump into that. Keep
0: the body going. All right, that's what's right, man. So I'm all for it. I love all of that. So I I can't wait for it. So uh Crystal, are are you are you with us now? Okay, uh-huh, because I don't want to have to repeat myself dreadedly again. Okay, so all right, here she is. All right, as she's coming in the uh into the show. Oh wait, here we go. We go. Wait for it
3: there we go we can see her face how you doing crystal hey
0: (laughs) yes So to make
4: sure it's light enough
0: so for us for for a lot of the people on the show i mean in our audience they may not know who you are so give a brief description of who you are
4: okay well i'm an artist um i'm from kansas city kansas i was born in um washington um but i basically wrapped myself around art and whatnot i found out that was universal so i got a network to try to bring entrepreneurs and artists together
0: Be an example
4: in our community and stuff like that it's kind of like i'm still trying to bring everything together so i got a little radio the music together other than that i'm working
3: hard (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> all right, all right. So I'm so glad that we finally got you on the show and uh I'm looking forward to hearing your your thoughts on the topic. So tonight's episode is like a free for all show. We're going to talk about a lot of random topics. The first thing we're talking about is pet peeves. And um you know, like I said as I started to say earlier, there's so many things that I could cover, but um one of my one of my biggest pet peeves. I don't know if there's a if there's like a term for it. Maybe you guys can help me but have you ever had somebody tell you something that you didn't think was true? Right. So you call them on the, you call them on it. Right. And they literally act like you're besmirching their integrity. And how dare you think that I could ever do this. And they, they get on like a sofa and they just sit there and they go, Oh, I, I'm offended. And how dare you? And blah, 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 blah. blah. And then it comes out, surprise, surprise, the mother, the motherfucker was lying. So to me, lying is bad all, all around, right? Especially people lie when they don't have to lie. Mm-hmm. But when you lie like that, that's extra for me. When you sit there and try to make me look crazy. So that's one of my biggest pet peeves. I don't know if there's a term for that. Um... So, uh, you know, maybe we can come up with something. But um, that's something that's been on my heart for today. So what do you think about when someone gets on their soapbox and they profess that, how dare you uh, say that I could ever do anything like that? Shannon.
2: It made me look at it different because I'm like, man, you try to make me feel like I was crazy and I was right the whole time. Now I'm looking at you sideways. It's like you did all these antics only for what I thought to be true to be confirmed. And so I'm like, like, what is the purpose? Like, why expend all that energy uh pathological? I mean, I've encountered, I recently encountered a very habitual, habitual, pathological, uh, unreasonable liar. Like you, you're volunteering lies to the degree, it's like I wasn't even thinking about anything remotely close to what you just lied about. Like, what was the pocket of volunteering this well? Like? So, uh, I don't know what the other term could be. Just...
0: Roaming asshole. It's seems
2: like, it's like <laughs> I don't want to take accountability for it. Because um, I've had it before. You should know me That's better part. than... I do know you better. This is why I'm questioning what it is to tell me. Um, <laughs> that
3: part yeah.
4: It makes it hard because we're trying to give people benefit of the doubt, especially when we know the person, you know. But it's almost like nowadays, it's kind of like learning really how to truly cut people off. That's the only
2: way they're going to learn, you know. Yeah. because
3: yeah. I, I got
2: cut off recently. It's He's going to lie so, so badly, so ridiculously. He lied to several women to say that his mother died and she didn't die. He created a fake obituary. That's
1: too much. Why, though? For no
2: reason. Like, I don't, there was no purpose behind the Like, you, you took a picture off your Facebook profile, put it into this fake obituary. So, yeah, my mother passed. Here's the obituary from when she passed. All the while, your mother's alive and well over there living her best life, you know, with the catering. Like, I what? couldn't even
4: put no energy like that out there because I would hate for that to happen.
1: You know I mean? Not at oh. all. I ain't gonna be able to do it. Like, no, I'm
0: good. Yeah, no, there's no reason to to say that to even say that. I mean, if you come up, with, say if you want to lie, say your dog died. I mean, if you gotta, if you gotta do it, not your mother. No, that's good. Or no. your father, or anybody. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I mean, so was, was he drunk. trying to get sympathy, Cookie? Or I mean, was that no, he
2: lied? He lies about everything. Like, he recently came out of jail. When he was lying that he had. Now, I do. He is an attention lawyer. He seeks attention beyond anything I've ever experienced a man do. Um, and he was lying about the job he got. Oh, yeah, I'm about to go get this car. Oh, this, this money that my baby woman had stole from me is coming back. Now, these five figures up and whatever, whatever. It's like, but you're lying. And fool like, why? Nobody's asking you for their money. Nobody can tell about what you have in your not for real, like we ain't fucking. Why are you lying about this? Like,
0: why volunteer lies? I don't understand.
2: If right, if and than you're trying to back your way out. Okay, I understand the reason why you're lying about this, but you're volunteering unnecessary lies. Like,
0: so yeah, that's stupid. That's stupid, man. There's people though, man. They just they lie. Their lying is like their true nature. Like it's like they're like you can when the lips are moving, they're lying, you know. And it's yeah. just like, you know, I'm like, what's that old saying? You don't have to lie to kick it, <laughs> you know. Like, yeah, I mean, it's crazy to me, you know. A- another think that another their life person is so born that they want to make it into the
4: opposite to the point they don't even know the truth themselves. This, I had a, I had a family member that was like that, and I don't talk to her since. You know what I mean, like. I didn't even know who she was from the get go just because we had the same grandpa. That didn't mean nothing. <laughs> and you know, it only take a couple of times for you to tell me some false moves and stuff like that. And I don't even want to deal with you. Right. Because when yeah. I was hanging with people, normally okay. they're going to try to associate oh, you like that too. And I'm like, nah, Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. none of that.
0: The, the guilt by association. An- another thing too that I wanted to talk about was. Uh, Have you ever had somebody who is the perpetrator but when they get called out they become the victim? Just like, all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute. Dude, you did this. (laughs) This isn't nobody else. You need to look at the man in the mirror or the woman in the mirror. It depends on what we're talking about. That's another one. A big pet peeve of mine is when people turn into victims when they're the perpetrator, and you're like the, the hell what it? it's oh, <laughs> <laughs> hilarious um has anybody have yeah. has anybody ever had that done to them in a relationship where where uh they got caught dirty and then somehow they're crying, <laughs> you know like <laughs> yeah. you know it, it may not even be cheating, it could be you know just you know.
1: I had that happen in a work relationship. Um, the person actually said to me, um, I'm I'm gonna need you to co sign, um, have my back on this. I was like, um, yeah. I am your boss's boss, first off. Why you think I'm about to co sign for some mess? So we both can get put out? <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. I said well, don't be surprised when I write you up. And you get this paperwork in your life because we're not gonna be stupid together. You'll be stupid by yourself.
0: At least in that situation, the person had the the presence of mind to enlist you into it. A lot of times they'll have they'll be like they'll be like they'll tell their woman, "I'm hanging out with Free tonight," and then they don't tell Free, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so and then they get mad at him. He didn't come. He don't know.
1: You like, don't even know what to lie to say. <laughs> you
0: know that one.
1: He was playing with his girlfriend. <laughs> he a whole new body.
0: Yeah, that's the craziest shit to me. Is when people try to enlist you in their BS. Um, so that goes with another thing of, and I, I, I remember we wanted, I wanted to do a show on this. I call it co-signing fuckery. Damn. And that's when people support either like their friends or their family members, bullshit, just because, you know, like, you know, I, you often hear this a lot is, um, well, you know, uh, my cousin did this or whatever. I got a potty mouth tonight. Uh, yes, I do. Um, you know, I'll be honest with you. I, I'm, I'm supportive and I'm loyal, right? I'm I'm very loyal to my friends and family but not when they're on a super wrong track. I could you know, I'm I don't support that. You know? And I feel like too many of us because their our friends or family, we we kind of co-sign their bullshit. And it kind of it kind of uh breeds this this uh this uh culture of allowing crazy shit to happen. So yeah, I'm not co-signing craziness. So let me ask, uh, we'll start with you, Crystal. Have you ever been in a situation where you felt like someone wanted to co-sign their BS? Or you've had, or you felt like maybe people in their life as in uh, maybe a guy you dated, family members, or friends or whatever were co-signing their BS?
4: Um... Know you, I, I have some situations like um, you know a cousin who has multiple children. You know what I'm saying? So we try to do what we can. Or, but like I stated before, if I'm hanging around with her and knowing that she ain't right, I'm just certain people off. You know, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean you allow the child the child to go through the same thing. You know what I'm saying? She had like five kids and she had a baby, you know what I'm saying? Um, and she's till this day trying to reach out to me, but I don't want to, I don't want to deal with it. I don't even want to explain it actually. kind of feel like I'm on the spot with that because I kind of want, <laughs> I'd rather give people kind of 50 feet. Mm-hmm burn a lot of bridges i let her stay with me all kind of stuff so i wouldn't i wouldn't let her borrow five dollars <laughs> at this point
3: i
0: don't know like i don't know like you want to be loyal right but then it's like there's a fine line between loyalty and then you're enabling craziness um well people, for, people
4: gonna know you for you i mean i'm a really kind sweet person you know what i'm saying so i've done that trying to give people benefit of the doubt but. you know. you got to really show it I'm one of those people too like you learn it's just other people that do me a certain type of way I had to learn the hard way also like you know nowadays my mother is starting to learn how to trust me more so the fact that she's wanted to extend a help for me having low income and wanting to move and do stuff like sometimes you need help And I feel like now she's opening up that door for me to be able to move forward because I've been showing on a daily basis that I want to do that. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? You got to put the action behind. Mm
0: -hmm. No, I understand exactly what you mean. Um, Shannon, give me, what's the line for you between being loyal, like a loyal friend or a loyal family member or whatever? And then also the line between... You gotta say, no, I can't go that far. Like, you know.
1: I think I'm actually there. I've said this on numerous times in the last year, especially since I've moved to Key West. Um, I'm always showing up for everybody else, and nobody is showing up for me. Um, and I'm not looking to be in nobody's fan club. We either gonna be friends or we not. So. I had to pull out some scissors this year and cut some people off.
3: Because
1: mm. people aren't showing up in my life the way I show up in there. And I'm always present. I'll gladly book a ticket. You need me to be there, I'll be there. That's,
0: that's really interesting too that you said that because I think we might have talked about something like this before but it seems like in every relationship and I'm talking about whether it's platonic or a friendship or a family, it's always an imbalance. Like, it's always like mm-hmm. one person gives, 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 and the other person is more of a taker. You know, it's, it's very rarely where you get true 50-50 relationships.
1: I'm not looking for 50-50, mm-hmm. though. Like, I want you to be 100% of yourself, but I need to feel like you are speaking to me in a way that I can feel in the same manner that I'm speaking to you in a way that you can feel. What that breaks down to in terms of percentages is irrelevant or not relevant to me, but what needs to happen is I need to feel like I am not being depleted because I'm always giving. That doesn't have to turn out to be 50-50. I don't want nobody to bring 50% of themselves. Now, if I get 50 and opposed to zero, of course I'll take the 50. But if I'm giving you all of me, like John Legend said,
0: no, when I'm when I say fifty fifty, I mean like if you say there's a pie and it's a hundred percent and you know what I'm saying so it's more like that. Like, you know, sometimes it, it can be eighty twenty, it can be it's not where we both have a hundred, there's one hundred on the pie.
1: So can't say if the peach cobbler was on the table, you want the whole peach cobbler or you only want fifty percent? I'm not I'll tell you right now. I'm not I'm not sure. I'll
0: take fifty. 50.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm not
0: sorry. greedy. Like uh
1: if I'm it, you're not getting. Like, you, okay.
0: Do you? Has anybody ever felt like they were the giver, and and it doesn't have to be in a relationship like a boyfriend girlfriend thing, where you felt like you had to stop and you're like, wait a minute, I'm, if you know, if I don't call, there's no conversation. If uh, you know, I'm you know, yeah. So like, no. mm, so like okay. So do you feel like? Do you feel like that um, when you realize that, what's the best course of action? Should you just be like, look, I'm not happy with our situation, blah, blah, blah. You know, what do you think?
1: It depends. Sometimes you said it way too many times and it's like, why you gotta keep saying it? So sometimes I just walk away, like I'm done. Like wipe my hands clean and move on. Because at the end of the day, if I keep saying it and you aren't making the necessary steps to rectify it or change your behavior or your habits, you don't value anything I'm telling you in the first place. So I'm just gonna step back and be me and let you be you by yourself.
0: Do you, you ever have somebody who they say this term? Uh, if I had it, I'd give it to you. You know, like that, that's it's always that. It's never they have anything. It's always like. Uh, You know, if I had it, right, (laughs) you know, I'd give it to you. As they're taking from you, though, (laughs) it's like I like to see that day when you actually have it, (laughs) because you know, it's always it's it's always crazy to me, though. But this always seems like it's always an imbalance. Uh, Let's see, Mars. Wait, uh, we'll start with Danny says I'm officially done with giving, and Mary says I've never walked away, but I have backed up and contacted them less and less yeah you know especially when you're in a in a in a relationship um when it's a romantic relationship sometimes it i've i'll see situations where it feels like one person is the is the uh the star another person is the fan in the relationship you know it's like you <laughs> you know it's like uh, you're almost they're almost like a groupie you ever see somebody that from the outside and looks like he or she is their their mate's groupie almost, not even their real, you know. Yeah. It, it's always crazy to me, you know. I mean, uh, Free, would you ever pull, like, a homeboy to the side and say, hey, man, you you acting kind of like her groupie? Yeah.
2: No, nah, man, because I'm like, this is business. You know what I mean? If that's what work for their relationship, that's what work for their relationship. I mean, everybody needs a fan, a, a cheerleader, a groupie, or whatever the case may be. So, you know what I mean? What I see in the outside, my perception may not be, their reality. So I wouldn't really pull nobody to the side because I don't know what y'all got going on. Um, For myself, the whole giving more than receive or it's not being equitable. Like I've had to just stop doing what I was doing because I felt like it was being taken for granted and not being appreciated. So let me stop. Let me do less of it. And if you notice a change, and you know, there's here's the reason why. Um, and if you don't notice a change, then obviously it wasn't significant in the first place, and I go ahead and make the difference.
0: You know, mm-hmm. Does does anybody on this panel ever have you ever been in a relationship, whether it's a friendship or a romantic relationship, and you've intentionally pulled back just to see what happens yeah. when you do? It? Mm-hmm.
2: And it's not even so much; it's not trying to give a depth mm-hmm. into the other person it was me redirecting the energy. I was giving so much energy into this other person and I was becoming deficient. Um, Mm. It was like, if you're taking care of you and I'm taking care of you, then who's taking care of me? And if you're not taking Mm. care of me, then now I I now need to stop taking care of you and take care of myself because you're taking care of you, so you're good. Now, if I take care of me, then we're both good and it shouldn't be no complaints. Unless it becomes a sense of like narcissism and you're, The focus is solely on you and making you happy, the whole happy wife, happy life type situation from
3: my experience. So
4: So, networking, as you know, I've been doing it for about like four or five years now. Um, It's just basically been an up and down dealing with independent artists. You know, first of all, they don't want to sign up um, under anybody because of certain stipulation. Um, And not everyone's going to put the work ethic behind their masterpiece, you know. So I try to bring a platform for people to be able to involve themselves. But at the same time, not a lot of people want to do that. You know, a lot of people want that support for free versus investing in what they want to do on a daily basis. And I feel like that's hard because I'm constantly putting out free work instead of getting paid for it. And originally it's supposed to be building up the community, you know, but it's a a trust barrier. So, you know, me constantly putting my work out, eventually it's going to show that, you know, the trust can be there but I, I understand where that depletion comes from at the same time because if I keep giving out for free and say for instance, I'm sharing a lot of music basically on the radio, um, I will share artists might not hear their music and they turn around and be like, where's my music? It'd be like, <laughs> you know, I need that support to continue. I can't just keep playing your music for free and and play all of your music like that and give you all the attention but you're not doing anything for the the network for to keep growing you know what i mean and everybody has to be able to build
0: yeah that's that's one sometimes i feel like they'll try to treat you like an employee like like yeah here's my tracks put it up you know i'm like wait a minute (laughs) like you know know, calm down here you know we, we need to talk about this like a lot of times in business and stuff uh unless i i find that when you start a business with somebody you tend if your if your gifts kind of come together right and intermingle tend to you get to have a lot of times you end up having better results as far as uh you know what people are supposed to put into it not always but a lot so if you have if you have some sort of skill set that matches you know um you know, if you have some sort of skill set that matches some, you know, your partner, a lot of times you'll have a better relationship, but it it all depends on, on, you know, the person that you're involved with. So in your case, you know, you are, um, you are a a, a promoter. So what you want to, you want the artist to do is to give a part of themselves as well to make this grow. Cause if, if we all come together and do it, then, you know, it gets bigger, you know?
4: That's why I don't trip on it too much. But, you know, I can understand as far as you bringing up the topic Mm -hmm. of the past and the issues that's happened, you know, where you want to kind of have a balance of how much you give and stuff like that. And at the same time, you know, it takes money to be able to keep things before, you know.
0: Um, You want to pull your camera down just a little bit. Sorry about that. There you go. There you go. So. Uh Shannon, are you okay over there? Okay. All right. we, we're worried about you. Uh, <laughs> all right. So um, this, like I said, there's so much stuff that we can mine for when it comes to um, these topics. Um, but one thing that uh, I definitely want to talk about is Is it a lost cause? Uh, You know, if you feel like, you know, that you're the giver, is there anything that you can do to reel the person back in? Like, is there any, um, or or should you just kick them to the curb?
2: I feel like if you address the situation, um, Mm -hmm. and there is no action after this, after your thoughts or feelings are addressed, and then you should move or you should move differently. But if you don't ever say anything um i guess because in my case like i said i redirected my energy back towards myself and after a period of time it's like well wait a minute you don't do this anymore you don't do that oh i didn't one i didn't think you would notice that i was doing it two i had to redirect my energy because and then say those things like i i said almost verbatim like yeah i was taking care of you you were taking care of me but nobody was taking care of me so I have to take care of myself. This is why I'm not doing or putting that same level of effort or energy into you, because I'm losing um, all the way around. So I don't want to continue to lose, and I don't want to do this to my detriment. You know what I mean? Like, even biblically, it tells you not to do that, not to give into your detriment. So I'm like, this is where we are now. If you want these things to uh, resume then you will have to actually do something differently as well. And we can meet back in the middle. But if you want all of this energy directed towards you with no reciprocity, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to do that for you. So I don't think it's a thing where you should just immediately bounce without having said anything. Um, But if you say something and nothing changes, yeah, get out of it.
0: I'll be honest with you. I've been a par I call it a parachuter where basically where I don't like a situation. I just parachute on out of it. And, um, you know, and it served me well in a lot of times, but it probably didn't serve me well. And, um, you know, I learned from it as well. So, you know, like to have that dialogue is very important because if you never do it, you don't give a chance for potential things to change. So, um, you know, I, I'm I've tried to be a lot better when it comes to that kind of thing, you know. But, but then again, there's certain things that are just like, if I if I see it, I'm out of there, you know. No matter what, I ain't there ain't no dialogue I need to have, you know. So it just depends. But, um, you know, Shannon, what are some signs that a person is more like? What are some signs that you should see notice? That the person is more of a, uh, you're more of a giver than you probably should. you have given way more than your fair share in a, any kind of relationship.
1: I mean, they always expect and never bring nothing to the table. Um, lack of appreciation or gratitude, um, entitlement gets me every time. Like they mm-hmm. feel entitled to it. Um,
0: that's my pet peeve, entitlement. Yeah. I hate entitlement too. And it's always like, it's always the worst people that feel entitled. It's like, really? Like, how are you entitled? What, what makes you the, you know, someone that deserves some sort of entitlement? But but anyway, you know, I, I, I can't stand that either. Um, That's interesting. Um, I know because sometimes I've been in those situations and I didn't realize it. Until I had to just stop and think, I'm like, you know what? I'm on the ass. I'm getting the ass end of the stick, you know. (laughs) Like, you know, we got to change this narrative, you know. So, and people will let you keep doing something, you know. They'll let you do it if you, you know, because I'm one of those people, and and this gets me in trouble sometimes. Is like, you ever be in a room where they need someone to take a lead, right? Like who wants to leave? And you'll sit back giving people an opportunity. And then you're like, well, it needs to be done. Okay, I'll do it, right? And then, you know, and then you get accused of, oh man, he always wanna be in charge, you know, <laughs> like you know, they always say little things like that and stuff like that. And I'm one of those people that try to roll up my sleeves and just get stuff done. And what I happen is people will sit back and criticize you, and they didn't even try to do anything, you know what I mean? so i don't know like i think that's kind of hurt me in the past of always having that that okay i can get it done does the ass end have boo-boo on it <laughs>
3: i don't know that
4: it's almost like having guidelines and that self-love you know mm-hmm. in the process of trying to first of all expect anybody to be on the same level as you and nobody's gonna know because everybody's on a different level Mm. And you know, learning how to communicate. Everybody mm. communicates differently too. That's
0: a barrier by itself. Now we have we have something in the chat room. Steph says her pet peeves are is men that complain but offer no solutions. Um. Okay. So uh, I mean, me personally, I don't like people who do that. But uh, I mean, yeah, there. I guess there are men that that do that as well. Um. I don't know. Sometimes people don't have a solution. All they, they all they see is what's wrong. So you know, I mean, solutions are not that easy to come by sometimes. So uh, maybe it depends on if your complaint is to work up the dialogue that will get us to a solution. Then, right. then that's fine. But if you're just one of those complaining, complaining, and that's all you do is complain, then I then I'm with you. That is annoying as hell. You know, um. you know, but. You know, sometimes you do got to complain about something to get a solution or resolution or figure it out. So I feel like
2: you and They don't have to start a complaint. I recently had a situation where I was helping somebody move and I left my car at the storage facility where the U-Haul was. Now, Mm. the chick that I was helping uh, move, he offered to take my car because the place was about to close. Several days he did that Came back, finished moving. I went to work. Everything's all good. Then, several days later, it gets back to me that he was complaining about um, me not giving him gas money. So, but he wasn't complaining. He never said anything to me. And I've called him and I spoke with him since. I never said a word about, you know, gas money. i like, wait a minute. Will you offered to take me. That's number one. I'm like, if I ask you, then I'm like, okay, here's some gas money. But then also you're supposed to be following me. I went by the gas station. You could have gotten gas if you needed gas. But why are you complaining? Or oh, I guess the whole pillow talking type deal to your girl. And then it comes back around to me. But you never address the fact to me. Like, if you need a money, I'm going to get some gas money. Don't sit here and complain about shit
3: and not address
2: it. Like, what are we doing here? Um, so
1: so you help this girl move and he complaining because... He took you back to his car.
2: Essentially, yeah. That's the that's the long and short of it. Yeah, the dude was like, "Man, that's an aggressive.
3: It's so crusty. And I'm like, "We mad? We going? We going in? What are you doing?"
2: Like, I don't think I'm unapproachable. I don't think I'm you know I'm a scary dude or on a regular basis. So we talk about anything else. On top of, I'm like, "You want to complain about me not giving you money for gas money?" But I. I'm selling you something, and I know you didn't have the bread at the time because I know you. All right, don't worry about it right now. Just get it to me. You get
1: it. Oh, no, no. Time out. Is this the dude that helped that that put your vehicle? I mean, your bike was helping you put the bike together? It's
2: it's another nigga. No, it's another.
1: Okay. So you you got some busted and crusted. Is this the. Never mind. Let me just shut
2: up. (laughs) So the dude was like, I mean, when it got back to me, like, why well, he never said anything? And I wanted to, I don't
3: press it, to him,
2: but I, and I talked to him on the phone and we talked about everything else and I was just waiting for it to come up, but he never said anything. And I'm like, I don't understand. Why, make, why complain if you don't want a real solution or you don't wanna, and why complain to somebody else who can't solve this for you? Go to the source, like, I'm either gonna say, oh my bad, did you need some gas money? Okay, I'll shoot you some bread. Um, or I'll be like, no, nah, man, fuck you. I'm not giving you no money. One of the two. You know what I mean? It's like, either way, you'll have an answer on whether or not, you know what I mean? But without that, you're living in this angst or anxiety that you didn't get no gas money for mm-hmm. your car or your girl car. I'm like, I didn't ask. I just needed to get there. You offered. I accepted. Thank you. I gave you that, I don't, you know what I mean? So yeah, I don't know. Uh, and I don't know if that's, you know, along the lines of what you were referring to, but that kind of reminded me
1: of that recent situation. Yeah,
0: oh, that's Um Mary says, Pet P. people who leave empty packages or boxes or containers in their original spot, like it still has something in it, <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, that's pretty annoying. Yeah, that is pretty annoying. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess that's yeah, a, that's a yeah. Or oh, or the people, the person that leaves like a little bit of orange juice, this much orange juice in, in. It's the- like drink it. Yeah, and then they tell me I didn't drink all of it. <laughs> <save you. laughs> it's
2: like what am I with this? Uh,
0: Oh Okay. Oh, I love this one. Actually, I'm going to give Steph a big hug for this one. I hate people that will take a valid point and say, well, that's not true because I know one person that does that total opposite. Kind of like saying I'm not racist because I have a one black friend. I, I am totally, I can't stand where people will take something that's an outlier and try to make it, you know, something that's factual Well, you know, like, you know, like um, if you need to pay your bills, for example, and uh, their solution to it is playing the lottery, (laughs) you know, because they know they heard a story about a guy 20 years ago that needed to pay his bills and he hit the lottery. So that should be your, uh, you know, that should be your way of getting out of out of it.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. I I can't. Oh, that's 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 annoying. Like. Just because, you know, we, we, you know, you can use the vast majority to prove a rule. You know, um, you don't have to always, because you know, one situation that is not the norm, say that you know that disproves what you're saying. I hate that. So we have a we have a habit sometimes of saying all about, you know, especially sometimes on these shows, right? We talk about men and women. So we'll say something like, uh, "Well, men do this or women do that," right? So, you know, obviously, it's not a hundred percent of anything, right? So, uh, you know, that's, I try to say, I try to say the vast majority of either men or women, because people love to throw that onward. word in. Uh, my pet peeve is when people come in your house and won't take their shoes off. Don't go to someone's house if you feel your feet are thumping. (laughs) I have a lot of these, so I'm falling back. No, no, keep them coming. I got a pet. My my other pit peeve is men that say female instead of women or women. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Female is not. uh, Yeah. I try to. But it's, you know, it's a lot of women that say female. It's hard to really be politically correct in this part but because you got those that are accepting and those that are, uh, are not. So you got the, the sem- somewhat feminist-ish-esque, uh, maybe, you know what I mean? They're like, oh, they don't you say female? My ex-wife being one of them. a woman all right. But then it's like, I hear women that say female. All men.
1: It's the unstable. You know
3: my-
0: <laughs> I love that too That's funny though If you look at the chat I'm not going to say it out loud But
1: Oh I saw it You know what my peppy is? What's that? Passive aggressiveness And um, Bitter Broken Jaded Human
0: Passive aggressiveness So let's define exactly what passive aggressiveness is
2: Um, in, my, in my definition, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. won't address the issue. You'll talk about the issue with no intention of actually addressing the issue. Uh, uh, by how, by you, or um, creating a new reality other than the reality that you have disdain for, distaste, or just don't like. Uh, that's what I see more or less as passive aggressive. Uh, that part. On the subject, than actually facing the head on, up in front, of
3: hmm. and
1: it's a lot of passive aggressiveness. I noticed especially on Facebook, it's a lot of passive aggressive conversation. Um, I mean, people, of course, can say and do and be anything they want on social media, but it's like a lot of a lot of verbal fighters on social media, and ain't gonna bust a grape at a free fight in real life. And I'm like, why? Like, what point are you proving? That you can type real angry?
2: Real angry and
0: real ignorant. Real ignorant. Yeah, people do some really weird shit. Like, people be online threatening people's Mm -hmm. lives and stuff. And, like, I'm going to kill you and all of that. I'm like, that's the dumbest thing in the world. Because if, what if they come up dead, and you have like, nothing to do with it? <laughs> They're gonna be looking at you. But and it's just corny. <laughs> it's corny. You know.
3: Awesome.
0: Yeah, it's corny as hell. Rappers always beefing on the internet, flashing guns, and the camera. Like, uh, yeah, I don't like that. But like, yeah. <laughs> that that is annoying. It's like, dude, sit down. You know. Either, or or they got like thirty dudes with them at all times, and they you know they want to uh, they want to jump they want to jump two guys two guys and act like they bad because thirty beat up two guys you know that kind of stuff. My pet peeve right now,
4: no matter where I sit, is always dark. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you, in witness, <laughs> well, you
0: in what Kansas? So you definitely in witness protection. I'm sure.
4: Stop
0: it. <laughs> I'm trying. I think this is horrible. Anyway, no, it's all good. We just got to get you some, uh,
2: some breaks. My pet peeve is people with no home training. No, no home, no home training. Like, who raised you? Like, the <laughs> man that came to fix my bike and helping himself to the beverages within the, my refrigerator. You didn't ask me to go in my refrigerator. Why would you do that? Like, oh, wow. I'm that was easily, I was very easily annoyed. Uh, who asked you to go in there and get now, I'm not gonna leave you parched and thirsty, but ask. That's the courteous thing to do. Not just assume that, you know, oh you got stuff in your refrigerator. Now I understand maybe coming from an impoverished background, but I did I did as well. I still ask permission before I just assume things. And this ain't one of them situations where it's better to ask forgiveness than for permission. That this shit don't- right.
1: Uh, oh, okay.
2: you know, no, no, I- in his case, I'm like, would you rather me uh slap you and then ask you for forgiveness, or would you ask like me to ask, hey, do you mind if I slap the shit out of you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, go, going back to the passive aggressive thing, is you ever have somebody that gives you know backhanded compliments? So like you've clearly gained weight, but they'll be like, oh, you look like you lost weight, you know, (laughs) or you got like four kids and they ask about the one kid that's in jail, but not really like they care, but they just kind of, you know, like, you know, they'll do that kind of stuff. Or I can't stand that.
1: Like you pretty for a dark skin girl. like
0: Oh yeah. My favorite one is they're describing a situation. Like, oh, yeah, that guy? Yeah, he was dark like you. <laughs> you know, like that bullshit. Like, oh, man, that is so annoying. Uh, uh, men that give overly general compliments. What's an overly general compliment? I guess that's uh, kind of like what you said, right?
2: You said that. all oh, that dress looks good on you, even though you're fat. Oh, was that the back? Is that the door compliment? Um, yes, yeah,
3: that's no.
2: horrible. Okay, so what's the overly general compliment?
0: Yeah, give us a little. When they say, "I bet a lot of men like you," instead of saying, "Hey, I like I you,"
1: got, I get, "Oh my god!" Well, wait a minute. i was, get, me, off, me, get me, out and, my life, Stephanie. And, and um, and some of these niggas defense. Something that's you could,
2: I could say that, but it's like I know it's. It's equivalent to one to saying, "Oh, you like you got <laughs> Um But I feel like it may not be saying that I like you. It may be saying that you know, in other words, there's an energy about you that you're you're captivating. Uh, <laughs> you know, your energy is enthralling. It's it's uh, I can't think of the other it's a synonym.
1: I agree with Steph. I wouldn't never tell a man, "Oh, you look like a hoe." Not and trying to talk to him. Dude? Like these backhand compliments, are like that ain't even a compliment. That's like, dude. I look
2: who like you talking to. You look like you got hoes. That's not look like a hoe. That's not a compliment. You
1: look like a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a slut puppy.
2: Oh, so you talk about on a date? No, that's not something I would say on a date. Or that's not date appropriate. If it's a, uh, that's kind of a general conversation. I'm like, oh yeah, I see. No, it's not exactly. This. I'm right here with you.
0: Mm. That's interesting. I'm going
4: to stay on the show. I have to let my phone charge a little bit.
0: Okay, you can go ahead and uh, if you need, need to. Thank you for uh, stopping me in.
4: Else
0: in the meantime, yeah. All right, thank you. So I try to, I
4: try to get back on. I only got seven percent right now.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. That's Crystal. And I uh, put in the chat room. You know your uh, your information, so they can uh, they can check it out. She does really great stuff, you guys.
4: Okay, y'all. I'll take, check
0: out later. All right. Okay. So let's see uh, if somebody wants to hop in, take her spot. Uh, do you know uh, Winfred? Does, have we ever met Winfred? If you can, Winfred, hop in. This might be her first time. Uh,
1: I wonder
0: if she was on... No. She said, uh, no, I'm not Are happy. You? Are hilarious. you on,
1: uh, Melvin's show? Don't
2: be
0: shy, Wendy. Oh, no, don't be shy. We don't bite. Well, okay. Shannon.
1: Yeah, I know her. She's dope. She's real dope.
0: Oh, okay. Cause I'm already friends with her, so I, I must have met her yeah,
2: Right, Steph. Some of us fight. It's depend on uh the, the pain threshold.
3: hmm
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Unity Radio. Yeah, there you go. We talked all night don't be brand new. Oh after the show, me, you and Shannon. Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, we had a good conversation.
0: Yeah, okay. I was about to say. After the show, okay. I was like, we talked all night. I remember this. All right.
1: So who's taking this spot so we can finish this conversation? Let's talk about Mm -hmm. how Anthony got a scenario and we're going to talk about it.
3: Okay. Oh.
1: You forgot?
2: I did forget. Hold on. I'm I'm going to grab it real
0: quick. Mm-hmm. all right so uh somebody hop in the the window danny uh mary dante uh stephanie
1: man shout outs again to danny Redwine for these lentil chips that i am
3: smashing.
0: my cam up days are over
1: and marisol said she dying her hair That mm. says she working. Look, I'm working out these lentil chips. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: so this scenario
3: what?
0: while we're waiting for him to do that. You what are you drinking? You said green, green. What is it? Zone green?
3: Green zone.
0: Green Ranger. Uh, okay, what's that do?
1: Um, it's a delicious blend of naturally occurring uh, nutrients. It's commercial. It was a gift.
0: So, um, what, from Artiste?
1: No, from my bestie, Brett, my bestie, Betty.
0: Oh, okay. All right. It sounds like some Artiste, but you know.
1: that's rude.
0: No, for real. Like, Artiste be peddling stuff like that.
1: He be peddling?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. All yeah, right,
1: yeah. scenario. All
0: right, let's do it.
2: All right, shout out to the um all the single fathers out there <laughs> this one is for you so um the grammar here is not the greatest so please bear with me as I read what they wrote uh, it reads as follows I got a girl pregnant and she wanted to get an abortion but I didn't want that she ended up not getting one but now she's not involved at all the story you we weren't in a serious relationship when she got pregnant uh, she has never met our son even after the birth she had no desire to see him we went to court to figure custody and support could be figured out and i have 100 percent full legal and physical custody her name is on the birth certificate but she has no custody and no right to visitation or make things like medical or education decisions she didn't want any of that every month she pays 125 percent of the court-ordered child support she says that if I ever marry someone who wants to adopt him, she will agree. But until then, she'll pay the support. Uh, it's been this way since our son was born. I'm raising our son all on my own. He's 18 months old now, and he has never met her, and I don't even know. I don't even have any photos of her. I'm burned out, and I hate being a single parent. I love my son, but I resent him. My family tries to help when they can, but I do most of. Uh, but I do it most of the time. I would never hurt or neglect him, but I'm exhausted all the time. I try to go to court to give her split custody, but she wanted an abortion, and I didn't. She made that clear. Uh, She and she made it clear that she would never be involved after the birth. And because we went to court when he was six months, uh, and because this is retarded the way he wrote this, and because we went to court when he was six months old. But because we already went after he was born and agreed on things, and now she pays more support than the court has ordered, the judge said he can't force her to look after him. I haven't seen her in almost a year, and the last I heard, she has a tummy tuck, laser stretch marks treatment, and is working at a gym. She also told her friends and family she is an egg donor and not a mother. She's a deadbeat mom, and, and court won't do anything, and is forcing me to struggle as a single parent. Do I have any legal remedy? (laughs) <laughs> um,
5: it's coming
2: <laughs> I just want to know I just want to know if she's black uh, And where she at <laughs> For my single father 2020 um, okay. <laughs> I feel like This dude is a Clown uh, And you know Welcome to the struggle Of um, a lot of single Mothers but the issue was, to me, it appears this, and I'm, you know, being presumptuous, but it, it appears to me that saw her, he thought she was banging, she was fine, she, they discussed, I think, I guess, after the pregnancy or after she, you know, after conception,
3: mm-hmm.
2: that whether or not they yeah. wanted abortion was on the table. He didn't want to, she did. Uh, for his sake, she decided not to, but then after the baby was born, it was like, all right, I'm gonna let you. There you go, you got what you wanted. I'm out of here. Um, I don't consider her deadbeat because she made her stance clear. Now she could have gone through the abortion for whatever reasons, she didn't. Uh, but I feel like you need to stop bitching. You know, keep moving, you, this is what you want. Know. Raw, more than likely, Shop a club up. You tried to trap her one time because she was bad and you want her wear always and it didn't work out the way that you tried. So now you start being a single problem. And what some of us wish and dream of being seen while I was out here in these streets, but you know that's neither to hear there. Um, <laughs> and that's all I got to say,
3: uh, <laughs> <y'all>.
1: <laughs> That's my friend. That's my friend, y'all.
3: Yo. How you um, doing? That?
2: I agree. She's not a deadbeat. She told him what it was when it jump, and the same thing I feel like in. In the reverse, when I don't know if this was a trap situation, this is just a you know a screenshot from somebody's comment or question or concern. And she paid 125 percent, a deadbeat doesn't pay 125 percent, pay 25 or child
1: support than this court I order. I need to pay 125 percent of my monthly student loan. <laughs> I don't think you pay
5: 150 percent. That's a deadbeat.
2: Why is it a deadbeat?
5: She, she had a choice. She had a choice. She could have made the decision that she didn't want that child. Paying money is one component of, of rearing a child. Like, that's just one aspect. You know why I look like this? Because I was at track practice. You know, a track practice, a track meet look like on a Saturday for a nine-year-old? Nine in the morning to six o'clock in the afternoon in the bleachers. I got there at 923. She ain't run to 1254. (laughs) And we left before she ran all her meets. I don't care if somebody gave me 200%. I'm out there in the sun. I'm going to work. I'm going to the doctor's appointments. I'm picking her up from school, trying to get her to Girl Scouts. Like, nah, I don't care how much money you, you give me. Like, she had a choice. It's just like when dudes pay and they come to see their child every other weekend. Like, what is that? Every other weekend. Like, but she had a choice. Like, if she didn't want that child, she had a choice. Like, if she didn't want that child as a woman, she could have went and handled that. What he say? Oh, we're gonna we going to be a family? What did she fall for? Or oh, he said he wanted a child? Well, you better go have one from somebody else.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I it stands to... For- the question still remains like, why did you decide to have it? But I feel like it's not any different than you know, a woman that ends up going through because of not wanting to have an abortion that gives the child up for adoption. I don't necessarily feel like that person is a bad but
5: whatever. Like like when you give it up for adoption, you're making a decision to say, Okay, I don't want this child and I want them to have a better life and hopefully they get, you know, some parents that take care of them. This girl lay with a dude, she ain't really know. I just feel like as a woman, as a woman, she made a choice like, oh yeah, I'm going to have this baby but I'm not going to have nothing to do with it. I'm going to give it to you and I'm just going to pay you money. Like as a woman, you know, like men say a lot of times, I didn't want that baby. She chose to have it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like she chose to do that on her own. She had a choice. Like she could have really handled that. As a woman, she could have really handled that. Like, I don't know. Like, she could have handled that and then it wouldn't have been no problem. And my thing with him is, why the hell you want her in your child's life if she don't want to be there?
2: Because it's the thing, it's like, that's the that's equal responsibility. And that's one of the biggest questions. is like, so were you so adamant that you coerced her into having a child? Despite the fact that she said, I do not want a child. I do not want to be in you know the child's life I don't want to have you know this type of thing and no Danny it wasn't that she didn't know him they just weren't in a serious relationship the way it started. we weren't in a serious relationship when she got pregnant so I guess they had some sort of familiarity, but
5: you uh, can say that again Steph co-parenting is she said the situation is usually never equal I co-parent and he's here way more than I would like him here but- <laughs> I'm just saying, but my daughter told me tonight, he was sitting right beside her at track practice. She screamed across the field to me and told me what she wanted for dinner. I said, your father is sitting right next to you. You don't see him right next to you? She said, well, mommy, I live with you. I was like, for real? Like He right there though. (laughs) But mommy, you know how they say mothers and their daughters? But he's sitting right next to you. Mm-hmm. And she just said, well, I live with you. It, you, you say that again. It is never um, equal. But her dad is here a lot more than I would like him to be. And I suck it up. And I don't complain because he want to be here with his daughter. And she, you know, she love him to death. And so I suck it up.
2: Mm-hmm. So It's better than adverse. I, don't, I just feel like in that situation... Yeah, there were a lot of things that could have been done And I feel like if he tried to hear mm-hmm. that it was not just an accident that he wanted the whole family thing. And despite what he said, she still had sex with him or still went through the pregnancy. And mm-hmm. also despite what she said, he still tried to create something out of, he tried to draw blood from eternity.
5: Mm-hmm. Why don't we just hire a nanny? you <laughs> might not be balling like that I don't know. but she paying 125% tell her to pay more you go to care.com he can get a, he can even get uh. you can hire somebody cheaper than a nanny a little kid that's not old enough to babysit but what they call them is mommy helpers he can get him a daddy helper that will engage and play and help with the child while he's still in the house like a daddy's helper but the baby is 18 months. But he can he can pay for help. Yeah. He can pay for help.
2: I mean, he said his family helps, you know, when they can, but it's also, I don't know. I mean, I'm again I'm being very I,
5: don't, I I don't feel sorry for him when he says that he's like doing it alone. My mother raised three kids alone. Yo. My father was in another and another town. I like he ain't start calling me till my mother died and I was 23. So when he's just like, I resent the child. You know, I'm tired of doing it alone. And I didn't grow up with any friends that had fathers in the house. Everybody was raised by a single mother. Right. You know, I talked about that, y'all. Remember before when I was like, as an adult, I didn't know a man's place in the home because I ain't never had one. Right.
2: My mom's raised seven of us by herself. Shout
5: out to your mama.
2: So, you know what I mean? yeah, yes. So I've given him more, you know, scrutiny, and also like. Yeah, I, I'm giving her more scrutiny because I'm like, you just talking about one child? This is one. <laughs> like,
0: I mean, but, you know, somebody's somebody's pain always feels, you know.
2: I mean, I get thresholds are different. It's difficult for me to not put those uh, put, put people against that barometer or use that as a barometer to a degree. Like, I don't want to, I don't necessarily look for it to be carbon copy, but I look for a level of strength and perseverance and and fight because I've seen it for the majority of my life. And if you folding already just over this 18, and I'm not saying it doesn't get strenuous and doesn't get hard and difficult and uh, tiresome and you're worn out and things up, like, but I've seen tired and worn out and still the drive to continue. And right, because I've had that example, albeit you know unbalanced and not the correctly the universe <laughs> the way it was made to be but
5: I, yeah i don't know how to do this although it's not yeah somebody said that that plays a huge part and they do um i had my daughter at 35 and i'd be tired <laughs> i feel like sometimes um she might be a little brat or something but i'd just be exhausted shit I, I just be tired like i don't have the energy i I just be tired and um you know, if you I don't know, yeah, I would like to know how old he is, because that does play a factor with your patience, your tolerance, how you overthink things, all of that plays into it. And
2: I wanna know if he got siblings because I got thirteen younger siblings. So as to where my mom, when I was the times I was living with my mother, I still had to help because I helped raise my younger siblings. I'm nine years old changing diapers and making formula and putting the bottle on the stove and making sure it's on my skin. It ain't too hot and all that. Like I'm doing the whole night and dying. Uh, rocking, sleeping, bathing and all that type of stuff. So it wasn't my mother didn't have you know any help, but that was still more than a nine-year-old you know, should have had to be exposed to. But that helped me develop the patience that I have with children because I've had so much interaction experience. So I'm like, if you don't have any siblings, at the very least, uh, and that plays a major factor too.
1: Dr. Bob is talking. Hello, Dr. Vibe.
2: Uh but I just thought that was an interesting it was funny because my response on, on Facebook was like, yo, yeah, she's what? Where she at? Right? like she going to she to do it again. She ain't got a
3: great job support.
5: <laughs> she done got a tummy tuck and got her stretch marks yep. on she's living the life.
0: Let me let me ask let me really kind of to change it. How many people would have uh would have um plastic surgery if they could?
5: Could get what
0: plastic surgery if they could?
5: Does getting your teeth fixed count? Mm-hmm. Does
0: your teeth count. Uh, Danny says me. Uh, anything. Well, I think it
2: fixes, plastic surgery. I mean, it's, it's still kind of cosmetic, but I'll do plastic so, like. You
3: have to
5: get like collagen and some other type of stuff. Before, uh. I had LASIK eye surgery because I didn't want to wear glasses. Mm. I don't it wasn't because of any vision. I had it twice. I had it. I had it twice because I didn't want to wear glasses.
0: Shannon and uh, I'm not. I'm sorry, Shannon. Uh, Danny and Mary says yes. Uh, Mary says I would definitely do it. I got some arm fat I want to get rid of. That part. So, so, what would you have done, Shannon? You could.
1: Only thing I want to have done is get my breath reduced.
0: Reduced? Are we talking I'm about? Are we, are we are we talking about like reduced to skittles? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Wait, <what the laughs> nothing.
0: Shannon, you can't do that. No.
3: Oh. Hello. said
1: reduced to skittles? I don't understand. Look, I do nothing. I don't want to wear bra ever again.
0: What if your husband was like, "No,
1: I don't care. I don't have a husband."
0: I'm talking about you got married and then you had a chance to do it. Would you do it? Mm-hmm. What if he's like, "No, I didn't sign up for for that."
1: I give disclaimers before you say I do, so you have the opportunity to
0: walk away. He said, i married. I didn't marry Skittles." <laughs>
1: mm, but you're gonna taste the rainbow though.
0: Hilarious! Hilarious! <laughs> What about you? Uh, you said um, you wanted to have some teeth work done?
5: Yep. Teeth work. I would do all. Yep. I would get implants. I would get regular braces. I would I would do all that. I'd be looking at who? Um, what's his name? Denzel Washington. But his are veneers. I don't want veneers. But I would just do my whole mouth. Yep. Nothing else. I would just do my whole mouth. You- One of my housemates did that. He went to Costa Rica. So
1: oh my do
0: you guys judge people who um who get work done?
5: No. Um, do your
0: thing. I'm talking about no, ladies. If you,
5: I do. I do. Them, right? I, I do. I'm gonna be honest. I do. Um I've been thin all my life. I've been picked on teased, was very insecure about it when I was younger. And um I judge those people who like people say they wanna lose five or ten pounds. For me to gain five or 10 pounds, I have to put in just as much work as someone who is overweight. But if I get sick or I'm stressed out, the weight will fall off. I literally went back down to my pre-baby weight after my daughter and I got depressed because I I breastfed, but I didn't work out. I didn't do anything because I thought the 164 was going to stay. I bought a size six suit. Oh, my God. I was just walk around with nothing on because I thought I was so thick and I just lost weight. So when I, yes, I thought I was thick at 165 and I'm 5'8". Now, when people go get gastric bypass and they don't work out at all, and I know a couple of them, they don't work out at all and they just expect the weight to just stay off and they don't um, eat healthy because when you get that, you have to eat healthy or else you'll be sick again. And I see them getting sick. And I'm like, you went under the knife and then you still not trying to do better? And as hard as I have to work to try and gain weight, this shit ain't start getting sexy till I was like 30-something. And I tried everything. I put myself in the hospital trying to take creatine, the serum to build muscle because muscle would make me bulk up. Um, all kinds of shit. Eating late at night with a plate of food on the bed. When I was younger, I wear two pairs of pants. You know, like <laughs> long sleeves in the summer. So yeah, I judge Winfred,
0: Winfred. All you had to do was hang out with me; I'd have fattened you up.
5: Nah, I grew up in New York Flatbush. <laughs> you you gal, do you eat? Like that shit was not cool.
0: I don't no, know, I'm pretty good at
5: it. Being slim was not. I'm sorry, that thing was not popular. It definitely wasn't popular in New York around a whole bunch of West Indians. Mm-mm, was not fun. Mm-mm.
0: Now, let me ask the ladies: Would you guys? Would you guys judge a man who had some work done? Depends on what he
1: had done. But no, I try not to judge folks in that department.
0: What if he had calf implants? What? Calf implants.
5: Nah, I don't think no. you, you are vibing. You want your, the bottom of your leg to look better. You better, like, mm
0: Surprisingly, a lot of dudes are getting that. It's a, it's like a big trending thing. And there's one worse than that. I saved it. There's a lot of men that are getting butt implants.
1: What? Why
3: though?
0: It's like a big thing, men getting butt implants. That
3: gotta be- I don't- that's, not, that's not around the world. <laughs> yeah.
0: That- uh, I, look, it wasn't uh, state specific, but uh, honestly, I don't know why a straight man would want a booty implant. Yeah, like I don't why do you want that. I like
5: around booty. I know this dude was out here getting
1: fake ass. But I like around natural booty, not a implanted one.
0: Would you would you question his sexuality if he had a booty implant?
1: Like we could do squats together, but I don't want you at the doctor getting implants.
0: So yeah. would, okay, so you would be okay with a man who's working on his booty?
1: I mean Maybe yeah, he's working his whole body. He's a model for the underwear
3: commercial. I mean, I mean, I'm, is I'm, working glutes.
0: <laughs> I never heard dudes like that. I know. Maybe there's some other dudes who be in the gym. Like, yeah, I'm working on this ass right here. <laughs> like, I've never seen it. Well, they don't
2: talk about it like that. But I'm like anybody that's doing any type of competition. Build, I mean, not not exclusive to them, but it's definitely hard. anybody that's doing competition going and you're working on your glutes and you're doing everything you know what i mean to get um, <laughs> to get those right now on a regular i don't really know who out there. i don't i think it's not maybe not a concentrated effort but if you're doing anything like your quadriceps all of that stuff is effective i mean that's like connected tissue and muscle and all that so you're doing lunges and squats it's going to affect you, you know what i mean you're behind um not necessarily on purpose but then again i don't know i don't know Back in the eighties, it was popular because everybody wanted to um, add you to bounce a quarter off of. <laughs> like what they used to say, ass so tight, you could pick pick up a cherry stem or something like, like they used to say stuff like that in the nineties, eighties, nineties, like so long, so.
3: I used
1: to be attracted to this guy and I used to call him big booty Frank.
3: What a guy. The
2: cats is on the thigh master and all that other type of stuff. All that's, you know what I mean, connected brother. You're running and all that. You're
0: I'm not, like, I feel like things are different now. We get different kind of cats that think of things differently. Um, not necessarily the way when I was coming up, but you get these guys that are, you know, I don't know if they're it's some sort of form of evolution or de evolution <laughs> or whatever.
5: Stephanie, I feel you on the buff dude with pencil legs. I'm like, dude, don't look proportioned. Like, so, yeah. Like,
2: <laughs> yo, he top heavy.
5: So
3: <laughs> top Hilarious. Heavy.
2: We had a dude, a, a coach, and Mr. Uh, I mean, in, in high school, Coach um, Coach Mango. He was up top, but right? if the wind blow, he was done for. <laughs> My man is the weedy legs out here. <laughs> you just skip leg day every day, <laughs> like every day you, skip leg day. you don't want to do nothing.
1: What do you think about <laughs> the men and the thick hair?
2: Hey man, if I go too bald, I'm gonna get the uh, I'm gonna get the Lego waves.
5: Um, I see world. some nice ones, and I think it, I think it looks good. And from a business standpoint, I'm like a lot of uh, you know, girls um, stylists need to jump on that because I've seen some that look real good. I'm gonna get the, I'm gonna get the
2: Lego waves if my um, if I lose this up here, too tough.
5: No, it look. I mean, they look nice to me. Ain't nothing wrong with that. All the way. I like that better than when they get that stuff sprayed on their face and yeah. that fake color.
2: I'm still good right now, but you know who knows in like 10, 15 years. <laughs> I'm going to get the snap on joints. Just like I put my hat on. I'm going to put my legs on real quick.
3: There we go.
1: Ah, And you're going to take them off in the throes of passion? I'll
2: take them off and sit them on the shelf. <laughs> I
1: wish you could do that with boobs and I'm, I'm going to
2: get the what's that, head mannequin. I'm
1: gonna go ahead and put my waves on top of it. I would would remove these
5: every day.
0: That would be so jarring.
5: No, you know what? You know what? When I was pregnant, my boobs got big. I'm a I'm a I'm a small C cup. Well, one's a B and one's a C. And (laughs) when I got pregnant, they got big and I went down the stairs one day without a bra and I literally was almost in tears. It burned so bad. I was like, how do women with big boobs deal with this? I was like, this is not right. Oh, it was it was it was hard. It was hard. Don't, don't remind me of my particular yeah. yeah. Men don't realize that that it's just yeah. It's
0: a price to pay for those big boobs. Yes.
5: I didn't ask for them.
0: you said you asked for?
5: Like that, um not, cuts in the shoulders I and stuff. For a He can put his lace front on the table too, boo.
2: (laughs) We're gonna have matching. What's it called? Bus? Matching bus. Put mine on there. Put your pussies on there too. You're
1: gonna
2: be fighting. Wrong one in the morning. Nah, get your hair off. Get your wig off my hair, mannequin. Nah, (laughs) yours. Go ahead, mannequin in the bathroom. No, go get yours. It's mine right here. I ain't going in there.
3: That's like old
1: people on their teeth. And they,
0: oh, oh, God. You, know, yep. you took my teeth? Ugh. Yeah. I guess it's real, though. Some
3: people,
0: I mean, it is what it is. Some people, you know.
1: You take my teeth, we're going to have some problems.
0: Take your teeth?
1: I seen that, too,
2: Daddy. I was, like, bogged out. Like, old, old rocks. <laughs>
3: Straight up.
5: Yep. And that look good. Impressive. Look better than when I got my full eyes. <laughs> That's well, impressive.
0: All right. So let's talk about hairlines. Like, what point do you think a guy should just go bald? Like, where where, where does the hairline need to be? The <laughs> Where? The <blonde?
5: laughs> when that back, when that, that back here starts going out and then this thin right here, and then it kind of looked like Fred Sanford, but it really don't. And, and they got little patches like right this <laughs> out and then right here's I'll go ahead and do home, they try to do that comb over they, to pretend like it's a hair there for real like cut that out.
3: That Sherman Hemsley?
0: Yeah that,
5: uh, yes, but not really Sherman like almost there but it's got some spots I'm like you need to go ahead and cut all that off
0: but you know, you know blah, blah, blah. what sucks though is they have this thing called Propecia that will literally give you your hair back but then you know what the drawback is. What's the
2: drawback? Yeah.
0: Your penis will stop working. Oh, pizza? Oh, yeah. That. So oh. that's the trade-off. The trade-off is do you want full head of hair or do you want a fully functioning... And it's
2: kind of a catch-22 because you pull- well, got a full But in the box.
0: But,
5: but do you- no, that has side effects. Then just go bald. Don't mess with your manhood. Just go bald. Uh,
1: you can go bald and go get you a sewing kit, like a crayon. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Look, I I know, need I the know, lower so risk so real good. well. I don't care no what man should mess with his manhood. No man should mess with his manhood. I don't care what if the hair missing be bald, be half bald. But if if mm-mm.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, no want, you don't want to have a pill for everything to make everything function.
5: No, you don't want the side effects of the pill. So that's why I'm saying leave the little patches, you know, wear wig. Cut it off, but don't mess with your manhood. Don't do it. Yeah. I, Let you married, and she she gonna stay with you.
0: I don't, I don't know. I just can't understand a guy who makes that decision to say, you know what, full head of hair is worth more than my penis. I,
5: well, they might be all into their looks and stuff, but I don't know. They're gonna be looking pretty alone with their no working penis. Yeah.
2: <laughs> maybe they maybe they got a small penis anyway. so it
5: it don't matter about size. You can still work a small penis. Oh. But if it don't be hard and it don't stay hard long, I, I don't care how big it is. And them big super ones don't stay hard because the blood won't flow. Don't get me started. I used to be addicted to Pornhub. I know about this
2: stuff. I would waste for Size doesn't matter. <laughs> I
3: don't
5: think so. I'm, and this is before Pornhub. Me and my best friends were going to start a website. It was going to be called Porn Raiders. We would have been rich now if we would have stayed with that. And then Pornhub came and did exactly what we wanted to do. We wanted to have categories and rate the porn.
1: It was the size of the boat according to Noah's art, but all right, motion in the ocean.
0: How'd you work the Bible in this conversation?
1: I mean, she said motion in the ocean, the size of the boat. was the size of the boat according to Noah. Like God said, build it this way.
5: I don't know. People keep saying size matter and some guys have um big dick syndrome. They just think cuz it's big it's just gonna do all the work on its own. Mm.
0: Big dick syndrome. Wow.
5: Yep. They just think because it's big it's gonna do it's just gonna be just that's gonna make it work, and that's not the case.
1: This is why I bring snacks to the show, because it always ends up talking about
2: yeah. low meats matter.
0: He has to have tech, have size, and technique. Oh wow!
5: Technique, yes, yes, but but. Movement. You know, it some women that have a good technique.
3: Yeah.
1: Exactly. That tongue
5: actually, I'll be on. Oh, I haven't been that fortunate yet, but. Wait, what? Yeah, I'm, I I missed that whole boat.
2: Stand oh, have a good, technique the good I don't
0: know. What else do you have? So, uh, maybe you eat the box real good? I don't know. Hilarious. I can't get to this conversation. Hilarious. I don't know, man. You got a couple of kids, Danny. I think you might be able to.
1: Stephanie is cracking me up right now.
0: Yes.
1: Yes, it does game game.
0: It,
1: matters.
0: it matters. matters. Ton game matters. All that right.
3: Matters also.
0: So what I'm going to do is uh, we can continue this conversation, but I will uh, say thank you to everybody that uh, participated tonight. Uh to start off with you, Winfred. How can we? How can we get you on social media?
5: Oh, um, 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 winning with Winifred and dyslexia advocacy.
0: And um, what was it, PornRaiders.com?
5: No, no,
0: that's not what we
5: wanted. Oh, God. <laughs> we never came out with it. Just winning with Winifred. Winning with Winifred.
0: <laughs> hey, it's not too late.
5: <laughs> yeah, it is. The market is,
0: yeah. Uh, uh, free. How can we get you on social media and all that? Good stuff?
2: Um, everything is free for real. F r e e p h That is Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, if you into that type of thing, uh, yeah, that's where you can find me. Free for real at Gmail, free for real at you know,
0: me Shannon Ford Jefferson, how can we get you in social media?
1: Um, Facebook, IG, Twitter. Shannon Ford like the president. How can Jefferson like the president? I'm the only one of my kind so I'm not that hard to find um, and if you're lucky you can catch me on a plane
0: on a plane oh okay all right all right you gonna be performing on the plane what what you going on this plane
1: minding my business oh, and my manners God, you
0: with that we're gonna do a drinking game every time you say that all right
1: you can get a taco hut
0: okay what about Taco Bell can we find you
1: Don't get me wrong. I will eat a taco at Taco Bell if I have to. But you normally will not find okay, that. Okay,
0: That's a good thing. You can get me at KenteF on Twitter. Of course, the website's IndieRadio.org. We'll be back next week with an all-new episode. Hopefully, um, hopefully, it'll be on time. Uh, thank you guys so much. God bless. Oh, wait a minute. Next week is a holiday, huh? It is. It's
1: Memorial Day. <laughs> Memorial
0: Day.
3: I'm
0: a- yeah, that's right. All right. Uh, we'll catch you guys next time.